on that. Uh, for those who are like, don't know if they they feel worthy enough to to you know take that step next step. Just remember, my stake president said this to me: uh, sinners have a past, but saints have a future. So <laughs> put that on a shirt, boys. Make that the title <laughs> of this episode. I know we already talked about that, but right there, bro. Sinners have a past, but saints have a future. What is this man doing? Bro, we're in Utah. The lips are chapped. That's a good point, yeah. You got to keep them nice and moist for some people. It's a little ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably going to sound oh, terrible. Yeah, let's yeah. go. <laughs> Headed that out for sure. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> hey, welcome back to the pod, boys. Welcome back. We're, we're back. Hey, we are back. We're back man. every week. Every Monday at 11 a.m. on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're back. We're back on YouTube. You know YouTube. where to find us. You know where to find us. Let's get it, man. How's your week? It was good. I was like sick this past week, to be honest. Yeah, I so think like last week you were from. Yeah, sick. you can kind of hear it like in Dallin's video, but it's all good. We're we're, we're feeling better. Glad you feeling better. Yep. We're we're doing better. How's your week? It was good, man. Busy, busy. Um, came straight from work, like you said, and uh, yeah, nothing crazy, man. She came ready for Christmas. Any porta parties burned down at work? Nope, not this week. Not That's this week, unfortunately. I couldn't find my lighter. <laughs> moving on you never go anywhere without that thing bro yeah exactly you know how it is Sheesh. <laughs> moving on moving on who we got this week who bro? we got this week hey we got my boy man so we got my Isn't boy it like your boy every week bro everyone i feel like we man. always say that it's our boy man come on but this week is really our hey, boy this is really like our this boy dude. man so we got my boy tag it barney aka big tags that's what we call him big in the tags. download <laughs> And I tell you, he's a good man. So he is 26 years old. Okay. From West Jay, my hometown, mm. Utah. Mm-hmm. Um, he served in the Sweden Stockholm mission. Okay. I believe it was 2017 through 2019. Crazy years down there in Sweden. I don't know why. I just think it is. Um, it's been a while, bro. Pre COVID. Yeah. It's a good point. That's a, so he actually knows real missionary work other than us. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're telling me sitting on my phone doing Facebook work is not real missionary work? Yeah. If Good thing no. I didn't do that. <laughs> Go watch Bailey's episode. <laughs> Go back and watch episodes. Go watch Bailey's episode. I did not like social media. That's exactly, okay. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. But we got Big Taz. Let's introduce him. Bring him on, Big Taz, baby. Get, get him in there. Yes, sir, baby. Give him that. Ah, oh, my yep, man. Yep, right make it, get cuddled in, man. Love it. Love love it. In. Take it. Well, good evening, boys. Good evening. Good you, you evening. Can, like, sit down. You can get, sit back. Got to stand. Get comfortable. Get the mic. Just hopefully it's like break like last time. If you want to pull there it up a little bit forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Switch that. Yep. There, we go. Ah, there you go. There you go. There you go. That's the one. Hey, Perfect. welcome on to the Perfect. podcast, my good sir. Glad to be here. Thank you for coming. We appreciate it because we knew it was a long drive. Dude, 50 minutes. Five mm. zero Five minutes. Zero, dude. It's ridiculous. Good thing you're getting paid for this. Exactly. <laughs> no one told me that. Yeah, we we typically don't tell you afterwards. Yeah, uh, we just need your direct deposit uh, information, yeah. credit card information, yeah. uh, social, social security credit. number, mm-hmm. and we'll get you that deposit. We'll get straight, you in. straight to you. Okay. We'll get you in. Yeah, okay. it'll it'll appear with a minus sign next to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it'll be it's kind of weird though. It's fine, dude. Yeah, yeah we'll just show it to it's everyone. Christmas. We'll show it to so everyone on the. I work at a bank. You'll be fine, bro. You'll be fine, dude. Exactly. But welcome on, man. How's your day today? Oh, it's been a it's been a good day. It's been a been slow, nice and easy. 
November's over. That's the hardest time of the year. Really? For, really? For my work. Yeah. What By the way, work? yes, that's that was gonna say that. So I'm a manager for a print company. Hey, for a print company. Dunder yeah. Mifflin? <laughs> Michael that's, Scott. Dude, everyone says that. I, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, bro, you're not original. Yeah, dude. I wasn't original. Get out of here. What was that, I bro? supposed to say, dude? Yeah, everyone says Michael Scott. I was, I was, I was a manager. How'd you get that title? Like, how long you been working there? So uh, third year working okay. there. Okay. Right. So the owner of the company is in my stake. Uh, no, well, he's in my family ward. Okay. In my stake. In my, in my family ward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, bro. No, no, it's That's okay. No, okay. So how I got the job, though, um, I was uh, just about to get married. Okay. okay. I was getting my invitations. I was like, I need somewhere to go get my invitations. So I, I know them. They're my ward. Love them. Love them forever. Got the invitations from them. They're like, hey, you know what? We have a shop down in South Carolina that needs to... That Well, the owner's dead. He died. But rest in peace, I guess. Moment silence. Thank you. <laughs> and Are you laughing right now, bro? No, it's something you said yesterday. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> All right. South Carolina. Right. So South Carolina, they said, do you want to, you know, do you want to do that? I was like, oh, yeah, for sure. I'm super down. To, mind you. Um, Out I have, in South Carolina? Yeah, South Carolina. All okay. the way across the other side of the country. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. It took forever to drive there. Yeah, that's not a 50-minute drive. Yeah. Yeah, no. You didn't uh, get paid for, well, you 50 didn't minutes get paid for is, that. 50 minutes, <laughs> 50 minutes is easy compared to. Yeah, that's a piece, bro. Yeah. To like three days. Ooh, that is yeah. a piece. That's tough. Well, yeah. So long story short, there. Um, and then maybe we'll talk about it some more. Um, I did get married. Mm. Um divorced and then i came back to to utah so oh we'll definitely talk about that we'll, that's we'll definitely an interesting thing something that's uh mm-hmm. that myself and austin here don't have experience about about marriage and getting married right um i'm single and this guy is just slaying everybody <laughs> he's he's doing what he's doing oh yeah we'll definitely talk about that we'll definitely talk about that but um like I said, welcome on. Welcome to Guest 99. We appreciate it. Uh, the way I know Taggart is actually kind of a funny story. He was actually good buddies with my older brother when he was in high school. Mm. So he used to come around. He had like zits on his face, nerdy dude, glasses, braces, and stuff. Your brother or Taggart? Uh, my brother. Okay, um, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> no, so Taggart and my brother were good buddies, and he would come around the house and stuff. Uh, went on his mission, came back, and I think you and my brother were like... YSA committee people for the ward or something. Yeah. And my brother did not do his calling at the time. Oh, so it just runs in the family to be inactive. It's so what you're saying. So, uh, I, I testified. Hold up. It almost ends. Go to the activities, bro. Come on. It is what it is. I mean, just coming to Sacrament is. And then, yeah, that is the most important important thing, but I'm pretty sure the temple recommends questions say, do you strive to attend all your meetings? Was I not at mission prep the other night? I don't know. Were you? I was. Why are you at mission prep? You returned missionary. (laughs) To help the other missionary. That's my calling. He's a a ward missionary. missionary. Okay, 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 okay. I see you, boys. I see you. See? I didn't know that. Oh, man, the fans, I think I didn't know that, but I just didn't commit to memory, you know? It's all good. It's all good. But yeah, so that's how I know him. And then I didn't see him for a few years. And then out of the blue, he came to the YSA and I was there at the same time. And then we've just been chopping up since. And now he's actually the second counselor in my YSA ward. Mm. So I'm trying to like get in good cahoots with him. So he's not like asking me to speak every single Sunday. But or that's uh, why he's going to ask you to speak every single Sunday. Nope. He's going to be the dude you call on. Kind of like right here. Like we just like, hey, yo. Yeah, he's going to. Yo, you want to join us? back. He's going to back. Exactly. It's a good time. <laughs> it is what it is. But yeah, that's how I know Big Tags. 
Uh, once again, Yens, Yens, dude. So sacrament, you you came in. Did you? I don't know if you heard this, where, this last Sunday. Yeah, this last. Yeah. So Bishop was up and he says, uh, he says something. It was after the the meeting, like they do announcements after, and he's he calls me Taggy up on the stand. Taggy, yeah. And I was like, bro. <laughs> so with the name Tagger, right? Like, do you get any weird nicknames? He kind of like that one is not gonna stick. Ooh, tag, tiger, tigger, like. Interesting. Yeah, so, hmm. so, so, so my name is spelled T-A-G-G-E-R-T. Mm-hmm. My coach and my football coach in high school would call me Swag Daddy. Swag Daddy. <laughs> so S-W-A-G. That's, 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 yeah. that's sticking for yeah, sure. Yeah, episode nine, so, Swag Daddy. <laughs> bio. Yes, sir. Yes, we so got that, Swag Daddy on the pod tonight. <laughs> swag Daddy, baby. I love it. <laughs> yeah, no, I've had I've had a couple names. Some others that aren't super uh, uh, nice to say, but you know, hey, it's all good. We'll keep it PG on here, unless you're on our premium air. subscription on only <laughs> nothing. But um, <laughs> let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. But let's talk about what we talk about here on Guest Sound. We talk about missions, and we talk about coming home, and we also want to talk about what are your experiences about about being married. Um, so, like I said, you served in Sweden. Yep. Stockholm mission. Bro, how is that, man? Like it's a minute ago. Yeah. Let's be honest. Definitely a little bit ago. So experience, amazing. Yeah. Ten out sure. of ten. Maybe eleven out of ten. Wow. <laughs> That's I nice. didn't think it could go that high, but okay. Hey, when you're going to Sweden, man, it's the next level. Like a, yeah. Beautiful place. Yes, sir. Beautiful yeah. people. Depressing place though. So does it rain a lot? It does. Really? Most of the most of the year is super dark and super cold, super mm. snowy. Dang. Not a fun thing. Like I think, like m- more than ninety percent of the people there take antidepressants. Wow! Like I read that in a news article there, and I was like, man, that's, that's a lot. Crazy. They need the light of the gospel, bro. Exactly. They do. They do. They do. So, although, give it to them, they are super family oriented. Hmm. Oh, nice. They they care a lot about the family, um, but they're super shy people. You could be on a okay. So as a missionary, you got to proselyte sometimes. Mm-hmm. I was in those years before COVID, where you actually, you know, went out and talked. Yeah, like yeah. nine to nine type deal. Yeah, not like you know four to four thirty. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> Go on a bus full of people. Ain't no one talking. Really? You could give the whole restoration to the whole bus by just talking to one person. What? Wow. Like, it's super. Silent. That's like twenty five new. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put them in a stat sheet, baby. Exactly. Well, yeah, so we're all about numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all about the numbers. You know that. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> but it, it, it'd be like that. It yeah, was super nerve wracking for someone shy like me. I was yeah. super shy before a mission, and I'm a little shy now. But you know, we work on it. We work on it. I think um, I remember uh, one sacrament meeting that I did go to. So I'll put that out there. I did go to this one. You shared, you shared your testimony. <laughs> about um about before your mission and you re- you weren't really thinking about going so what kind of like what was like the switch for you and you're like you know what i do want to do this super good memory dude i can't believe you uh dude it's because he doesn't me. go very often so like when he does go he like remembers <laughs> what's actually talked about oh bro like leave me alone <laughs> it's all right it's all right we know <laughs> yeah no you're right though yeah, yeah so i dude high school okay so i was the type of dude like, if you heard that I went on a mission and you knew me before, it'd be like, this child went on a mission? Yeah. No way. Ain't no way. So, it, yeah, I was, I was pretty bad. I didn't want to go. I probably, when I went to my, my bishop and asked, because and I, I decided in my heart, I was like, I want to go on a mission. Yep. I told my bishop. He's like, 
because he knew everything that I've done. He's like, no, you can't go. <laughs> he said, no. He said, but if you have faith, we can work, we can try. Mm. Right. So we, we tried and I actually had to write a letter to the first presidency at the moment. It yep. was, uh, Monson. Um, uh, I think it was, uh, Uchtdorf and, um, Eyring were the counselors to Monson. And so the final question on that specific thing, is that more like, like an email? No. Nope. Do you have an actual so that's handwritten that's letter? letter? Well, like you type it up, but like, okay. Yeah. You can type it up. Yeah. yeah. Write it, whatever. But I had to, I had to write all the things that I have done, mm. anything that I did, anything like any one as well. Yep, yep, yep. Um, it's super. I don't know. I don't even know if I'm supposed to be sharing that, but hey, you know, it. it's okay. It's it's part of your story. Yeah, it is. There's no there's no judgment. Mm -hmm. Anyone goes through the repentance process, I'm sure uh, yeah. knows or would find out. But um, no, that's something I they asked me to do to go on a mission. And I, I did it. It was hard though. Like I was like, bro, I don't want to write this. I don't yeah. even want to like think about it again. I don't want to like <laughs> right. ponder on it, but I did it anyway. Yeah, for sure. And then how does the response work? Did they, does the first person send your response? Does it come through your state president? Crazy that thing. Work? That's, that's also the crazy thing. So we just kind of moved along as normal and they would review it all yeah. uh, before they would assign you. Uh, so I met with my state president. My state president was awesome. Mm -hmm. I've known him since he was in my, uh, he's my Boy Scout leader, uh, deacon leader, whatever, uh, all the way up. And he was my bishop as well. Then he moved up to uh, state president and nice. uh, met with him. And he's like, okay, we're going to send this in. We're going to uh, just see what happens. If they say no, they say no. Right? So um, that was on a Wednesday night. I remember that because I met with my state president, sent it all in, went home, told my mom. I was like, okay, we send it in. I don't know what's going to happen, Ma. And my mom, you guys don't know this, but she works for the missionary in the missionary department. Mm, really? So the next day she was like, I just wanted to make sure, like she went to her boss, I want to make sure that you guys got my son's uh, mission call. <laughs> and uh, her boss just like, okay, let me just go check. She didn't hear anything all day. Very last end of the day, slapped the mission call right in her hands. Got it one day later. It was the biggest blessing of my life. Wow. No kidding. Like I was like so relieved. Like I was like, oh my goodness, like... I can actually go. That's like, crazy, bro. Wow. The spirit was super strong when you just said that. Yeah, that was, it was crazy. Just to like, because, I mean, my experience is not the same as yours, but there was a time in my life where I wasn't allowed 100% access to go on a mission uh, just because of COVID. Right. Because of COVID and like, um, my me like medical stuff, I have asthma, right? Mm -hmm. So there was t like a few months where I was like, it could be a straight no because we didn't know at the time COVID, right? And for me, that was like a dang, I don't even know what they're gonna say. I don't even know if I wanna go anymore. Like it is what it is. Like I'm assuming that was probably a big deal for you as well. Yeah, no, it probably the same feeling almost. And I was like, ah, dude, I'm so like that was like a super strong answer to my prayers. Like because mm -hmm. I didn't know if I was like like I was going through the repentance process, I was trying to be a better person, doing doing the things I needed to do. And it was just like a kind of a relief like oh you're 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 worthy like go ahead hmm. that's awesome i love that right like it was all about the intentions right you had the intention to go on a mission and yeah you had made some mistakes in the past but you were willing to do whatever it took no matter how hard it was to to take care of that right, right? and to to have full access to the atonement of jesus christ to to access that power in your life to to overcome those things right and i and i love that right to just to 
just swallow your pride and just do whatever it takes to to let Christ take take it all. And and obviously, you know, you went out and, and served a mission, and I'm sure you're a great instrument in the hands of the Lord, and and blessed a lot of people's lives. I mean, I can tell just from the past couple of minutes I've been getting to know you that you're you're a fantastic missionary, and and I'm sure you've continued to to be a fantastic member of the church as well. So, I mean, I think those experiences played a big role of who you are today. Yeah, so. dude, you're right. You know, Christ strengthens us. Really, it's super true. Amen to that. Yeah, dude, it's just a. So I love about the atonement of Jesus Christ, man. It's just like how far you fall, but there's always a way back. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. it might be a time thing. It might be who you have to actually go to, who has the actual keys to do so. It just like gives you comfort and love to know that you know you might mess up and you will mess up. That's just how what life is. That's what we signed up for. Um, but because Heavenly Father loved us so much that He gave His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, to come and to suffer for our sins and to die for us that we are able to overcome those things, right? And we're able to overcome so we can help other people follow Jesus Christ. Like this man right here went mm. to Europe in Sweden to go teach the gospel in Swedish. Yep. How's that language coming along? It's it's still good. I good pray every man. Night. Pray every night. Pray every night. <laughs> <laughs> I've forgotten some words, but you know, we're hey, still, we're still is, hanging man. on. But that being said, I went out at the time that I needed to go out. Yep. You yep. know, mm. I met the people that I... I needed to meet. Yeah. Like for real. Like I, I'm still good friends with so many people that I met and they've changed my life. I'm glad that you said that. Cause mine was the thing too. Cause like for myself, I had to wait for a mission call for six months. And I've always wondered, I was like, man, what if I went out six months earlier and I got my call? Like when you're supposed to, you know, mm-hmm. week, two weeks, how different my mission would be. But then I came to the thought like, man, I don't want to focus on man what could have been. Mm-hmm. I want to focus on what happened for reals. And I thought about, you know, if I came out those six months earlier, I wouldn't have had my trainer who I had. And I love my trainer, El Fata Fehi, Tongan dude, only Pauline the missionary, me and President, President hooked us up. I was like, easy money. Wouldn't have met the people that I taught. I wouldn't have met these guys. And you know, we wouldn't even be sitting here today doing this podcast if it came like that, Amen. right? Yeah. <clears throat> and that's just a testimony builder of the Lord's timing. The Lord's timing is always perfect. We might think it's oh, now I have to wait and be patient and all this stuff. But the Lord knows, man. He's looking at the watch and now. And that's when it's going to happen for you. And that's just how it works. Right. And I promise you, if I didn't go on my mission, like I wouldn't be like where I am in my life right yeah. now. Like I'm like the happiest I've probably ever been, regardless of all the things that I've like gone through in my life. Mm-hmm. So. I love it, man. That's what just brings happiness. It's such a, it's such a simple gospel. Oh, right. When you think about it, right. It's such a simple gospel, right? It is built on a couple of pillars, and everything else is just supporting those pillars, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's built on Jesus Christ, right? It's built on the priesthood. It's built on the Book of Mormon, right? There's just a few things that it's built on, right? But you take any one of those things away, you take away the Book of Mormon, you take away the priesthood, you take away the Jesus Christ. It's there's we're no we're no different than any other church out there, exactly, right? And so exactly. it's such a simple gospel, and it's like. It's such a, a joyful gospel, right? I mean, you've never been happier despite everything you've been through. I can say the same thing, right? I've never been happier in my life than these past couple of months, mm-hmm. right? And a lot of things play into that, right? But the gospel is so huge. Like, my, my testimony of the gospel has never been stronger as well. And I think that is inseparable, that, that the, my testimony of the gospel and the joy that I experience. The stronger my testimony gets, the more joy I experience. And, and I think that is inseparable that connection is is 
is just such a, a strong connection that that plays a, a huge role you know with mm-hmm. each other intertwined i guess you could say amen brother there you go amen. appreciate that um sweden great mission good time let's talk about post-mission life um how did you feel coming back was it a interesting kind of change up for you how was it yeah it was uh i'd say it's interesting i still had all my friends like in high school most of them were non-members yeah um coming back home you know they're the normal non-members that they were uh (laughs) yeah they're great i love all my friends honestly um i remember one time uh, I was hanging out with my friends for the first time after my mission, just like driving around. He, one of my friends, puts on some uh, Travis Scott or something. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like ah. good memories. But. <laughs> but like, honestly, I felt a little bit um, out of out of place. Yeah. Uh, I'll be honest. Like, mm-hmm. felt like that's not the type of music I should be listening to. Sadly, you know, now I can listen to Travis Scott. Yeah, I can listen yeah, to yeah, whoever. Yeah, let's let's party, you know. But uh, yeah, I felt out of place everywhere I went because yeah. I'm like, mm. you know, put me back on the niche, man. Like, yeah. like in there. get me in front of uh, someone who needs the gospel. Mm-hmm. That's that's where I need to be. At so I'm comfortable. Yeah, yeah it definitely. Is. I mean, it's two years of our life. It doesn't go away so every day. Easy. Yeah. yeah. For sure, it's so easy for sure. So that was definitely a struggle, right? Coming back to like real world things, and we've had other guests on, and they're saying that you know, um, you know, after they come off the mission, they go hang out with those friends, and obviously they're not doing what you know what we're, we're used to, what we're supposed to be doing, you know, gospel wise, and then you start to feel like they're in the same place, and you're kind of not. Was that kind of the feeling that you had as well? Yeah, like so. My friends, they like to go out to bars and mm-hmm. and clubs and stuff like that i mean i like a good rave every once in a yeah, while yeah <laughs> I, I'll, I'll be honest like i haven't gone since i've been called as a, a second counselor but um <laughs> not yet yeah uh, <laughs> we'll see how it goes um but you know uh okay my one of my bishops actually argyle he was our actually you don't know him never mind so yeah. he was the bishop before, was before? this yeah. current one in our ysa um he i remember one of the things he told me he's like you're like and we're talking about dating and stuff like that and he says you're gonna find if you're in a holy place you know you'll find someone holy Mm -hmm. if you're not in that holy place you're not gonna find someone someone holy so true you know he said it more elegantly than i did (laughs) but still like i mean i'm not good with the principles there (laughs) the principles there you know yeah yeah so you know surrounding yourself with with those type of people is what's what's important in mm-hmm. life. I still love my friends. I actually hang out with all my non-member friends like every weekend. Like we go do something. Like we have a movie night Fridays sometimes. And you know, like they respect that I, you know, live yep. a certain mm-hmm. way now. And that the past is the past, you know. Mm-hmm. It's good memories, good times, but yep. they do respect that. So yeah. you know, you just gotta find those good friends that will respect you. Mm-hmm. That's like because when you said that, kind of remind me of like the baptism of covenant about like staying as a witness of God, and that's what exactly what it is. Is you know whatever situation we in, like whatever people we hang out with, if we do what we're supposed to be doing, staying as a witness, they're gonna notice. Like they're gonna notice that Tiger, you know, he doesn't do that type of stuff. Well, he doesn't eat that kind of thing, or he doesn't mm-hmm. drink that kind of thing, because we know that he's a follower of Jesus Christ, right? A disciple. And that's when I was on the mission. Is I would I would tell that to people who would get uh, prepared to be baptized. Is you know. 
you're covenanting to stand as a witness and people are gonna notice. People are gonna notice that countenance changing you every single day. They're gonna notice when you when you start going to church, when you're praying every day, when you read the Book of Mormon every day. And because you do that, people notice and people start to ask questions. Like, man, what's so different about you? Like, what are you doing in your life that's making change? And mm-hmm. that's the easiest way to be like, gospel of Jesus Christ, my dog. Call up the missionaries. Popping. Baptism. Cha-ching. Numbers. Cha-ching. Win. <laughs> not the other stuff, but I'm talking about. But, but yeah, here we're <laughs> But like, disclaimer though, like, I'm not, I'm still like not the best person in the world. Oh, yeah. Like, Welcome to the club. You know, we're all working Like, all have like, it's die hard. Like, <laughs> that's hilarious. I'm, so, I'm an old dog, and it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks, you know? Amen. That's a good point. That's a good point. It is. We're all working on it, though. We're all, we're all getting better every day. Right. Striving to get better every day. Striving Strive. to get better, baby. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not getting better every day. I'm going to keep it real. <laughs> every day do I get better, right? Some days I take a step back, and I think right. that's normal, right? But I think. <laughs> I think it's realizing that and then correcting that. Yeah. And the next day, trying a little harder to to make up for it mm-hmm. and, to, and to be better, mm-hmm. right? Because it's not every day you're going to take a step forward. Some days you're going to take a step back. Some days you're going to take two steps back, Yeah. right? So it's just recognizing that, changing what you need to change, and, and taking a step forward the next day. I agree. Jumping into that, though, like... Please. Uh, after post-mission, mm-hmm. the thought of, like messing up was like horrifying right like yeah. you're like just like oh dude so i do true. not want to mess up mm-hmm. like i'm just you know i don't want to i just want to be as good as possible but then like you mess up and then you're freaking devastated yeah, yeah, yeah. heartbroken yeah you're devastated and then like that's the thing though so you either have two choices you go you go on knowing that you can do better just like you said right you might take a step back but you take mm-hmm. two more forward or if you go the other direction just keep going keep yeah. going bad doing those things over and over again you get in that addiction yeah mm-hmm. you know they're they're hard it's it's so, tough, true. It's so true so true tough that's just going back to the atonement man we just have an opportunity to obviously we're not purposely messing up knowing that we yeah. can repent and go back right because right? atonement is real change and um, changing to become better and come forward as well so i'm glad that you said that uh, one thing i want to jump into which is probably a good block of this episode and something super interesting um for us is they used to be married um and if you're comfortable you know we'd love to hear that story and kind of how that that worked out and then kind of how you're moving forward with that type of thing as well right where do i start dang um okay okay so let's start uh the dating part after post-mission you know you start dating yeah yeah um as one does as one does as one should (laughs) um you, you date it's hard you go on dates. You go two dates, three dates. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. It's easier for some. No, than for others. sure. Yeah, yeah, for easier sure. Easier for some than others. Uh, I'd say like most of my most of my weeks, I'd be going on like two to three dates a week. Okay. Like, like before I was married. Oh, he and a then, dog. He in there? No, baby. no, no, <laughs> no. But it gets tiring. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I don't know. Dating is such an interesting thing nowadays because it's it's hard. It's it is it's yeah. it is it's because you don't it even tough. you don't even know. Yeah, you have so many conflicting feelings. Like, can I see myself with this person? Can I? Because obviously, post mission—that's what you're thinking, right? Like that is the goal. Is like, okay, am I gonna put in the effort because this is gonna go somewhere? Because yeah. I'm not gonna put in all this effort and if it's not, not gonna go anywhere. If I don't see this going somewhere, right? Right? It might not go anywhere. It might not actually, you know, turn into a marriage, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna date someone post mission. If I don't see that as a possibility. Right. So. 
yeah and so getting into to that part like am i compatible with this person so um uh she's awesome still she's amazing to this day um we're good friends yep that's how we've left it and I'm, I'm grateful for that honestly mm-hmm. um she we met working at discover card um back in back in the days when discover you know they have a big building down mm-hmm. in salt lake and everyone used to go there um she was she was aggressive and she she reached out to me she mm. yeah no that we love that <laughs> we do love that we love that we love that, that. Not even expecting Ooh, it and then the gravy, <laughs> right right and then uh yeah we dated for a while uh i went out to ohio to do door-to-door sales mm. so it was a little bit of long distance we're in ohio just mm. curious uh toledo really Dude, that's an mission we yeah, we served served actually we both served there did you really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Toledo's on our mission. That's mm. crazy. Mm-hmm. I was actually uh, uh, during um, it was after it was during COVID, like the hardest time to knock doors. And yeah, yeah. No one wants to talk to someone who might have COVID. You know. Yeah, for sure. It's like okay, um, it, it's probably twenty twenty that I was in Toledo. Twenty, yeah. Okay, I I got to Toledo in twenty twenty one, so I think I okay. just missed you. Too bad. Okay. But I actually also did knock in a little bit in Michigan too, just so you guys mm. care. Where in Michigan? Do you know? Ah, <laughs> uh, dude, is out in the boonies. Like that could really. be anywhere. Adrian, Polly, Probably somewhere around there. Because yeah, that's like kind of close to Toledo. Toledo. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, go ahead. So you're out there in Toledo, knocking doors, a little long distance, you said? Yeah, so hard dis- uh, long, dis- long distance. <laughs> it was also hard distance, you know? It was Amen hard. to that. You should just call it hard distance. <laughs> yeah. So no, it's, it's, called. it's not something It's not something I want to do. About, about long distance? Yeah. A little something, something. Yeah, he knows a little something about it. Sorry, keep going. No, you're good. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to do it again. Yeah, it's tough. Knocking doors or long distance? Or both. <laughs> he said both. <laughs> both. It's both. <laughs> I plead the fifth. Man, that's hilarious. Um, yeah, uh, that was hard um, because she came out actually uh, one time. And the one time she came out, I proposed to her. Um, How long were you guys there? Uh, we dated for about a year and a half. Oh, okay. okay. Good, good okay. Yeah, How long was, was like enough. the long distance aspect of it? A good. Uh, so it was like May 2020. And then I got, we got married October 2020, and I was okay. literally away from her that whole time. Wow. Wait, say that again. You said May wow. 2020 and married October 2020. So is when, is when is he when, was gone. And when I left. So I left oh, okay. May 2020, okay, okay. and then we got married yeah. October 2020. So you guys planned a wedding together in two different states. Yeah. Like across country. Yeah. And wow. remind me, she was, she's not a member, eh? Oh, she wasn't a member she, at the time. Uh, when did that happen? No, she was a member by that time. Okay. Yeah, so she, uh, yeah, and just for those viewers who don't know, she was uh, not a member um, mm. at first. And I helped her uh, meet the missionaries, um, all of her own free will and, and choice. Yep, yep. Um, and then I was able to baptize her, which is awesome. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's so cool. Yeah, it was really sweet. Yeah. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah, and then uh, we got married October 2020. Um, and then, you know, the whole thing with, uh, getting invitations and stuff. Yeah. 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 Uh, so we moved out to South Carolina quickly after that. Because you were working there. Like two weeks after we got married, we moved no to South way. Carolina. Yeah. It was crazy. And the Holy hard thing cow. about that was, um, we knew no one else out there. Yeah, so I we bet. were, and we were literally working together. So they hired her on too, to work mm. with me, uh, down there. And so we were together 24 seven. Yep. 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 Um, I think that's what made it hard is because. You know, she didn't have any friends out there. I was kind of fine. Like, I, ser- I serving a mission really prepared me in that way. Like, mm-hmm. I'm stuck with one person. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm yeah. chill. 
Yeah, yeah. But for I, 24 hours a day for exactly. a minimum of six weeks. Right. And her being new to the gospel, it's a new culture, new mm. feelings, uh, <laughs> still learning how to like follow the spirit and stuff. It, I, it took a toll on her for sure. Mm -hmm. I could see it. New area, new job. Yeah. New, and, new marriage. Right. Everything was new. Yeah. And that's tough. I feel like there's so many ways I could have done better as well. And I'm sure I, I'm definitely not, uh, not perfect. Um, in, in the sense for, because it was just hard. It was mm -hmm. just hard yeah. being out there alone. Long story short, we decided to, you know, and, end things. Mm -hmm. And she moved, she moved away first. And then I stayed there another month or two because I couldn't leave the shop like on its lonesome. How I was had, that? Being by yourself for a few months after that was the hard. I guarantee that's probably tough. Honestly, dude, that was the hardest. Um, since that was probably the hardest time in my life hmm. <laughs> up to up to that point. Harder than trying to go on a mission. Mm -hmm. Harder than anything. I was literally left empty yeah. and and alone. Um, and that's that's something we both decided. But I didn't realize how hard it would be. Yeah. You know, I really felt alone. I really felt like I. Um, I didn't have God's presence with me. Like, I just didn't know what to do. I was like, man, mm -hmm. I'm a failure. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, no, I felt like I was a failure, honestly. Wait, sorry. Follow up question on that. <clears throat> when you say you um, felt like a, a failure, do you think it was because the, like, the relationship failed or like, what was it? No one goes into a marriage expecting to get a divorce, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. So, and then that's also like not something you really, in the church, it's kind of, you know, mm -hmm. weird. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. Like the cult, like, sorry, just to comment on that, like the, the culture of divorced people in the church, it's kind of like the culture of early returned missionaries. It's like a frowned upon thing. And that's yeah. how I felt too. I, I felt, guarantee it, yeah. Yeah, I felt like I was... Uh, What's the word? Like, I was a standout. Like an outcast? Like an outcast, outlier yeah. outcast, yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. felt a little bit like an outcast, even though I had, like, so much support from, yeah. like, family, friends, and and everything. I really felt like an outcast. Yeah, that's tough. Do you still feel like that, or do you think it's kind of over the hump now? No, I, I actually don't feel like that at all. Perfect. I actually feel like, I don't know, like, I've noticed a lot more that um, it, it's more common, you know? Yeah. Sadly. And I feel like even in the church, that's still something that's, that's, it's, it's a little bit more outcasty. Yeah, it is. But still, it's actually more common now, um, which is sad. Yeah. But now I feel like I've, like, I've met other people, like I've gone on like mutual dates and they've been divorced too. And I'm like, relate. Like, <laughs> hey, same, same. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. same, same. That's, <laughs> like, uh, you know, I've had some good conversations too. Mm -hmm. So. Oh, man. That's, a t that's like a, definitely a tough experience to go through. Obviously, you know, myself and Austin here, we haven't gone through any experience like that. So during those dark times, during the hard times, what kind of helps you kind of get over the hump or kind of get back to where you are now? Um, so when my uh, uh, seminary teachers when I was in high school, I don't remember. Well, I don't even know why I remember this, but um, uh, his name is uh, Hago Barcelanian, best seminary teacher I ever had. Um, he said, he said, um, if you're re if you're praying every night or yeah, if you're praying every night, you'll never lose your faith 
or something like that. I again, I'm not good with words. Mm-hmm. It's more of an elegant thing on his part. Mm. He said, uh, "said you'll always come close to Heavenly Father when you talk to Him." You know, I never stop praying. That's the only thing that could keep me keep me going. And as I as I move forward through that month, and then driving back to Utah. And then, like, going back to the family ward, I wasn't going to go back to the YSA ward. Yeah, yeah, no. mm-hmm. You know, like, I kind of, like, just kept low. I didn't want to go out. I didn't want to I didn't want to go on dates. I didn't want to do anything like that. I didn't even want to go to church, bro. Like, I didn't want people to be, like, in the family ward to be looking at me like, yeah. oh, man. So that outcast culture. Like yeah, like, about. but that's just, like, a mental thing. I'm sure everyone else <clears throat> yeah. was, like, you know. Like, yeah, we're just glad you're back. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that is how it is, but because I had, I do have a great family ward, and they've they did support me really well yep. once I opened myself up and was able to get back out and be my joyful self again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think um, well, one, well, thank you for sharing your experience. I know it was a tough experience for you, but I'm assuming that that experience has helped you become the person you are right now, just like how every experience has yeah. helped us become who we are, right? Um, you know, like I said, you're the second counselor in the YSA ward, and that's probably been a, a huge stress, but also a lot of blessings has probably come for it as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, there are many blessings as well. Um, and it seems like, and from what I, it sounds like, that you're striving to move forward of your life and striving to hopefully still find that eternal companion that's the one that's right for you, like we all are. Some are closer to them than others. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> That's hilarious. But um, but like, what's next? Like, what's what's your next step in life? Like, what are you striving to do now? Right. So the crazy thing is that actually, um, s- before I got called the second counselor um, in the bishopric, I actually before I had long hair. You know, mm-hmm. I had a beard. Yeah. Actually. Um, I was still on like, I was on mutual, um, I had every dating app to the Facebook dating, to Tinder, to Facebook dating. Wow. Like, yeah, I was, um, I was just trying to, I guess I was thinking I was just trying to fill the emptiness inside of me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, but then as soon as I deleted all those apps, I cut my hair not a week later, the stake president called me in for the YSA board and was like, Hey. I got a calling for you. Yes, sir. Baby. <laughs> That's super cool. <laughs> and I, that leads me to think like sometimes Heavenly Father is just like waiting for us to give up something, right? Mm. So that we can grow. And that something was the way my groom, right? Yeah, my yeah. groom or my, um, uh, I needed to stop going on dates so I could focus on him, right? I think I was mm. too, I was too uh, f- focused on trying to find the next one yeah right yeah. and he couldn't even talk to me he couldn't get through to me so he needed me to give up something so i could just focus mm-hmm. on him and how has that been right it hasn't been too too long that you've been the second counselor since this right. since just, this happened right just uh just about two three months maybe two three months so yeah. so in these past two or three months since that happened since you cut your hair since you gave that up how has he been able to talk to you? Not necessarily like what has he said, but like how have you noticed that difference? You know, you gave that up and you said now he can talk to you better. You can hear him better. How has that made a difference in your life? It's made all the difference, honestly. So I think I, I don't know, like I'll go to, 
I used to hate going to activities. Like honestly, Caleb, I understand one hundred percent. Set me up, bro. I one hundred percent understand. I hated going to FHE. I hated. Um, I don't hate it. I rather, rather go to some than others. Right, that's and that's the thing. Yeah, like, that's I'd rather not go to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like let's say a movie night with the like family home evening. Yeah. Like I didn't want to go to like Sacrament. I didn't want to stay for a second hour yeah, either. Yeah, yeah. But as as soon as I was able to like start focusing on Heavenly Father, I actually started enjoying these things. Thank like and I feel like because of it, I'm able to like unite or like actually like form connections with the people in the ward mm-hmm. as a leader should. Yeah. Right? I think um mm-hmm. So one thing I do remember is when you got called into bishopric, I remember Bishop um, Russell saying that when he met you, he knew right then what your calling was going to be. And I kind of thought about why he said that. And you are someone that can go up and create a relationship super quick. And I think that's what is needed in, in somewhere in say words. You know, somewhere say yeah. words, people come and you know, they're not the best with like talking to people, the social aspect. People just need a friend. Yeah. They just need, you, know, you got a friend in me. Exactly. Man. Yeah. Sponsored by Disney. So, um, I thought you said that, and, and ever since you've been in, like, ever since you've been in the bishopric, it's made me feel more comfortable to come and, like, know, hey, okay, I know someone there that can, you know, maybe help me out with, with some with some things as well. So, um, that's definitely helped me, and, and it made me feel more comfortable, even though I come once in a while. I've been going to other sacrament meetings. Yeah, that's okay. I just want to put that out there. I represent the scrubs, so that's hey, why you're able to feel comfortable. <laughs> I love yeah, it. I love it. Man, you're not too long. You called your scrub. Just edit that out. Flip. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Dude. Nah, you should have, bro. Honestly, you're awesome. I'm, I like whenever I see you walk into Sacrament, I'm just like, yeah, like he's pimping, bro. He's pimping. <laughs> he's crib walking in, baby. <laughs> oh man, but it's uh, awesome. it's awesome. I tell you, like again, man. Before we close right here. Thank you for coming on. We really appreciate it. Uh, taking the time. That 50-minute drive was probably a piece to come up here, come to Guest 99, and to, one, just share your experience about your mission, and just share your experience in life, man, and how the gospel has helped you in your life. Um, and that's what myself and Austin have learned since we've um, started this podcast. It's just like, you know, everyone has a different experience. Everyone has different challenges. But the way to answer those challenges has always been the same. That's the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's what's going back to what you were saying is like how simple it is. Because that's the answer, bro. It's the answer. Like, I can't put it more simply than that. I wish I was the answer on like my stats test, if I'm bro, being honest. Every bro. stat like, test, whatever the number is, Jesus God Christ. Jesus Christ, baby. Yeah, yep. Right there. Touching. Perfect. Yep. Yeah, I'd, I'd fail, money. but hey, you know, I'd get it right nice. at the same time. Exactly, man. Exactly. But anyways. But tell you, before we end here, any last things to say, any last shout outs you want to do? Um, I'd say the one thing, the one thing that got me through it all, though was actually my mission. Like now that I think about it, like even though it's like super awkward, super hard, super depressing sometimes, it's my mission I have to think that I'm here. Mm-hmm. Like it literally set me on this path of who I am today. Like I'm not near anywhere near being perfect. Yep. Like I am probably far from it. And I think the the closer you come to Christ, the more you realize that you're just not mm. you're not where you yeah. want to be. Yep, yep. Um and so that's why I say <laughs> If you feel like you're not wanting to go on a mission, have a little faith and maybe just ponder it, think it. Can I do it? You probably could. Mm -hmm. Will it help you out? It definitely will. For sure. So I just want to, I just really want to bear my testimony that Heavenly Father makes things happen. Easy peasy. 
Amen. 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 Thank you for sharing that, man. And just like, I just want to double down on what you said, man. Just, you know, if you're thinking about going on a mission, if you feel like it's not for you, just do it, man. Just just do it. You will not regret going on a mission and pouring your heart out to the Lord and just going and serving others because I will never trade my mission for anything, bro. Anything. It puts, I want to trade for anything. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Are you good? It, it puts you into situations that nothing else, like no other life experience can replicate. Nothing else on the mission can be replicated just by just by life, right? There's certain things that the mission does, right? And I've never been like down on my knees, like praying harder than on my mission, mm-hmm. right? Like every single night, the people I cared for, the people that that I loved, my companion, right, my family back home, whoever it was, uh, you know, just like the the connection that you develop with your savior. Even if you do it for yourself, even if you go on the mission for you, if it gets you out there, it gets you out there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the important part because you'll find you'll find a reason to stay out there when you get out there, right? And so even if you even if you decide to go on a mission for yourself, for so you can change, so be it, right? But just go on the mission. There's there's no better thing that you can do with your life, especially around this age. Oh, exactly. There's no better thing that you can do with your life than than going and, and serving the Lord for eighteen months, two years. Yeah. Six months, if if that's what you got in you, you know, whatever it might be, you know, go go and serve the Lord for as long as you can, and I promise you will not regret it. Yeah, man, definitely. I can double just down to, on that. just to add on that uh, for those who are like don't know if they they feel worthy enough to to you know take that step next step. Just remember, my stake present said this to me: uh, sinners have a past, but saints have a future. So <laughs> put that on a shirt, boys. Make that the title of this episode. <laughs> I know we already talked about that, but right there, bro. Sinners have a past, but saints have a future. <sighs> that's a freaking, that's a sick wow. quote, man. You stay prison, sound like a gangster, bro. What a G. We just are like compiling all these like fire quotes we get on, on Guest 99. Oh, we definitely will, man. We definitely will. We really do. Once, yeah, editor, exactly. go back through all the episodes and make a list. Bing, 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 bing. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. All right, Tiger Man. Well, we're here to finish up. Once again, thanks for coming on guest 99 um we appreciate your experience we appreciate your time to come here as well um, for those listening you know where you can find us spotify apple Podcasts, facebook and youtube as well and find us on instagram mm-hmm. that's guest 99 i'm caleb this is my co-host i'm austin and that's guest 99 this week peace right, out always.